0: People binge shows all the time. Girls like ourselves devour them. Children are put to bed early by their parents, hopefully to not be seen again that night. Housewives take grocery money and invest in stars to watch season four and five. All episodes are consumed. Eventually.
1: Damn, that was good! (laughs) That was very
0: good. You have like a
1: side job, Sarah? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, welcome, nerdy knights of the well-rounded table to Bohemian Geek Studies featuring the BGS ladies. We're taking extremely dorky dives and other things into our favorite fandoms. I'm Lady of Thirsty Lake,
2: Sarah O'Connor. Welcome. (laughs) Hello, everyone. It's your partially Scottish ginger host, Colleen McMillan, also a little thirsty
1: Oh, you're always super thirsty. I mean, there's no Darth Maul today, Colleen, but I think I think it'll still work out.
0: We'll make do. We'll make do. Right. We'll be
1: all right. And bonjour! It's your favorite French lassie who now wishes she was Scottish more than anything, Flo Siegel. So the BGS ladies through many, many, a lot, many <laughs> thirsty discussions. Uh, decided to let you in on what has been a series of frantic text exchanges, <laughs> and begin a detailed dorky dive into the sexy historical world of Diana Gabaldon's Outlander, which is a Stars show. Well, a Star show adapted by her from her novels. Um, there's three seasons on Netflix right now, and then seasons four and five are both on Stars, and we are waiting for season six very, very patiently, but not that patiently. Yeah. Uh, be warned, this is our warning here, we will be talking heavily a lot <laughs> about heavily. mature content. <laughs> we will also be discussing sensitive topics that are brought up in the show, such as sexual violence and rape. So if that is a trigger for you, no hard feelings, please stop now or at any point, we'll see you during our Mandalorian <laughs> pods. Um, so if you are sticking around, Make sure the barons are out of earshot. And with that, je suis prêt for a recap of episodes one through 10 of season one.
0: Yeah. Woo! So to open season one, episodes one through 10, that summary, the show opens to Claire, a World War II combat nurse who is not afraid of blood or rolling up her sleeves. The war has just ended and it is time for her to re-meet her estranged historian husband, soon-to-be Professor Frank. They're on their second honeymoon in Scotland after five years apart due to the war, and they've arrived just in time for Halloween, a.k.a. Sanween. Highland mischief is soon to be afoot, according to Mrs. Graham, the B&B host. They decide to travel to watch a beautiful druid ritual at Cragnadoon. Claire decides to return to the site the next morning to, for- to find a forget-me-not flower, and gasp the next thing happens time travel let's do
1: the time warp again Barack can we just talk a- about the fact that like Cl- so i watched season one a couple months ago now mm-hmm. and i just went back for purposes of this pod yeah and claire and frank look so good
0: classic yeah. couple like Very so classic. good
1: Like, before we meet Jamie, you're just like, damn, like, they are hot. Yes. (laughs) And just, like, styling. They just look Mm -hmm. fresh.
2: Absolutely. All about it. They do look
1: wonderful.
2: Oh, and here we go. Poor Claire. She's transported to the same location a couple years before the third or fourth, no historians seem to be able to agree on this, Jacobite Rising in 1745 between Scotland and England. And Claire runs into Jonathan Randall Esquire, aka Douchebag Alert, yes, Frank's exactly. ancestor, and total scary and disgusting doppelganger who is about to rape her because, of course, he is when she is saved by a Highland Rebel who thinks she is a druid. I
1: mean, normal. That's, that's like classic shit. Yeah, I
0: go through that problem all the freaking time when I try to go out for groceries. I tell you, yeah, what.
1: honestly, it's just are, mistaken, you a druid? <laughs> <laughs> are you a druid? Are you a druid?
2: Are you a druid? Oh my gosh, you love. But, this is also when we get to meet a certain Jamie Fraser. Mm. Unbelievably hot Highlander protagonist of our story. Mm. He looks good, ladies. But yes, the one behind on Claire's mind, which should be Jamie, but apparently is not, is to escape and get back to Frank. Which <laughs> this, is the opposite of what we want.
1: This is honestly, like, befuddling. Like, why are you thinking? Like, Monica, I she's love a, my She's husband. a good
2: wife. She's a good wife. No.
1: There's no good wives here. Like, if Jamie Frazier walked through my door right now, I'd be like, Bye Evan. Bye. See you later.
0: Well, see, the thing is, she like very quickly is like, um, my husband is dead. And and then when she like placates herself, she's like, She's he's not even born yet. What's a what's a girl oh, well. to do? What's a thirsty woman to do? I love it.
1: Man, he is so hot. I don't know like where that man came from, but I hope he has like 12 siblings because we need so much more of that gene pool in this world. <laughs> please, Absolutely. Please God. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> All right. So then Claire is taken back to Castle Leoch where she becomes the healer for the Mackenzies who like desperately needed one because their doctor pieced out. Yeah. So she has to tend to Jamie's wounds, which like we are Fine. not complaining. Take off the shirt, leave the shirt off, burn the shirt. Don't even care. So we find out then that Jamie has sustained significant damage to his back when he was repeatedly beaten by Jack Randall, like a hundred lashes, right? No, a hundred on a hundred. Right, right. right. Yeah. So like basically a ton. His back yeah. is like minced meat. It is yeah. rough.
0: It's disgusting.
1: It's it's like hard oh, to look David. at.
0: It's I had to look away. I yeah. even had to look away from him.
1: And that's, that's saying so something. That
0: is saying something.
1: <laughs> um we back. also meet Larry. Mm. That little
2: uh, bitch. <laughs> she's special
1: she is she man this is a spoiler alert so if you have not i'm gonna spoil for sarah we should probably like say where we're at so i'm yeah, on season five true. i have not read the books i finished season
2: four i have read the books i do know generally what happens in every book because i read the synopses because nice. i wasn't sure if i was going to read them all
0: like like Jamie, I'm pretty much a virgin. Oh, and, but not a monk. <laughs> yeah, but not a monk. Um, so I haven't read the books yet. I totally want to go to the library to check them out. And I have seen France. I don't think I've seen Jamaica. So I've definitely seen season one and season two. So I'm sweet. I'm coming to you sweet and, and open-minded.
1: Oh. Okay, well, <laughs> this is a spoiler for you, Sarah. But oh, well, sorry. You're going to oh, be spoiled. Well. When... We find out that Jamie married Leary. I nearly shat myself. Like, I grabbed my husband, who I watch with, because he also loves it, and I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, F Leary. So this is where we meet Leary, that little bitch, who's in love with Jamie, um, and we also meet Dougal, who is um, the brother of Cal- Colum. Callum?
0: Callum. Mm-hmm.
1: Callum McKenzie, who's the Laird. Um, and Dougal does not trust Claire as far as he can throw her. He thinks that she's a British spy. Um, and then in episode three, we meet the craziest person in <laughs> this show. She's just, she's dedicated. She <laughs> is. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she's wild. That's so a gentle meet- <laughs>
0: word for it, dedicated.
1: We meet Galus Duncan um another healer and also potentially a witch, and then later we find out she is also a time traveler. So
0: Yeah, and here's the thing, like like sometimes when I'm watching this and like maybe Claire, because we're supposed to be in her POV for some of right. it, I forget like, oh ha ha ha, there's no such things as witches. Lady, are you watching a time traveling show or not? <laughs> like witches are totally possible, right? That's like so true. Right? Like too. <laughs> So while on the road with Dougal McKenzie, Jamie, and others, Claire discovers that there's a reason more than just collecting taxes for this outing. A third Jacobite rising is in the works. Bum, bum, bum. Claire is eventually captured, however, by Captain Jonathan Randall, who believes, kind of like Dougal, that Claire knows much more information about this uprising than she is letting on. We also find out that Randall is a total sadist and overall horrible human being. You kind of think for a minute, you like get lulled into safety and then all of a sudden, bam, a literal punch in the gut.
1: Well, that's like his thing though, right? Like yeah. his voice is very soothing and like he yeah. looks very nice and like handsome. And so you're yeah. just like, okay. And then he's just like, what pow? Yes. So and he looks just intense. like Frank.
2: So poor Claire just
1: has that to be like- That is such
0: a mind mind-
1: it's really intense. F. And like, it makes you yeah. Frank.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it really does. I
1: can't like Frank because I hate Blackjack Randall. And so it's like, mm-hmm. wh- whatever, it's rough.
0: Well, fortunately, Claire is saved by Dougal, but she must quickly become Scottish. Ooh, I, love, I love that plot device. In order to escape Randall's clutches. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. And it turns out Dougal gasps, wants her to marry Jamie, who confides in Claire that he, like me, is a virgin. But not a monk. But not a monk.
2: <laughs> Ooh, Definitely not a monk. Cut to Jamie and Claire getting married, and the name Claire Fraser finally crosses Jamie's incredible lips. (laughs) Mm. Jamie confesses that he married Claire to keep her safe, because he's got a Harry Potter complex when it comes to saving people, especially women. He did this with Leary in the beginning of the season, because he's a good dude. And as the night steams up, nothing seems to get Claire and Jamie in the mood more than talking about their families. All right because Normal. soon after they are doing it it's true yeah, it's are.
1: true really yeah. quickly
2: sorry Jamie but real quick
1: <laughs> yeah and with Claire like totally taking the lead on it because he thought that people didn't like horses which is the funniest thing I've ever seen yeah. in my whole life
2: which I mean you can try that but not from the direction you were going my yeah, dude no, like, no. Some... it's a little advanced for your virgin state at this point
1: <laughs> totally that that requires like a, a well uh trained palate if you will
0: Exactly, exactly. Safety first. That's right.
1: Harness up. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, some people you can call, Jamie, to get what you need. <laughs> so meanwhile, we're back in the present, which the show does a lot, and it's like a little bit jarring at times. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> meanwhile, in the present, Frank is missing his wife. He's been desperately trying to find her. Um, and he is working really hard. Like, you can really feel how much he loves and misses Claire and is, like, yeah. deeply worried about her, Um, which is really nice. And is, again, like, a weird contrast with Black Jack Randall, who were like, I hate you so much, and then, like, Frank being super sweet.
0: So that's Well, like- I think, like, as kind of the spoiler warning, like, yeah. It's because, like Blackjack Randall, you ain't got no babies, sir. Like, just get rid of that toxicity now.
1: Yeah, I yeah. It's he. Blackjack Randall is probably one of the fictional characters that I hate the most. I think like him and Umbridge are like they're way up there.
0: Yeah, for sure. He's for sure. Both have different sadistic tendencies. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's what it is, for sure. Totally.
1: So while Claire continues to want to return to her time um, going through the stones, she is nearly raped several times by redcoats while, like, attempting this. But, of course, Jamie saves her, which is lovely. Um, and their romance continues to bloom. We find out more about clan dynamics and how much Jamie has given up by marrying Claire. And then little Bitch, Leary, I literally, I can't with this hoe. Leary also continuously tries to sex up Jamie and get rid of Claire. She, like, puts this voodoo doll under her bed. It's, like, really effed up. Yeah. It's a um, little 16-year-old teenage
2: girl nonsense. She
1: is, but, like, extra vindictive. Yeah, She's for sure. She's super yeah. intense. Like,
2: she knows what's going to happen, and it's going to be bad.
1: Yes. <laughs> And then, like, while all this is happening, Jamie is, like, getting in and out of trouble with the law and trying to get out of trouble. But here at the BGS, ladies would just like to say that we stand a bad boy.
0: (laughs) Yes, we do. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) And this part of the season closes out with our great and totally normal friend, Galus, who we find out is pregnant by her lover, Dougal, killing her husband at the McKenzie feast. When Claire goes to confront her about it, they're both arrested for witchcraft and we see Leary smile as this amazing first half-ish of the season closes out. Bum, bum, bum.
1: But like, why would you pick Dougal when Jamie was right there? Like, this is part of Galus's is crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I guess- Dougal had more power.
1: Yeah, she I was
2: mean,
0: just so dedicated. She was just front in the game. She had one purpose in mind and she was thirsty for it.
1: I mean, she definitely does have one purpose in mind, which is, as we find out later, a Jacobite uprising and like mm-hmm. national Scottish ideas. So yeah, she's she, crazy. Yeah, she's a pretty crazy. So
0: many uprisings girl. to be grateful. Honestly,
1: I, Sarah, I loved Gamelis like,
2: so much. <laughs> Gamelis is a great
1: character. The
2: ne- she's a great character, but I actually really liked her as a person. And then other things happen, and I'm like, oh no. Yeah, no. yeah, I. See.
1: Well, so, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk more about this in the next episode when we cover The mm-hmm. Witch Trial, but Galus is great in The Witch Trial. Just, like, yes. amazing. But then later, when we go to Jamaica, it's like, you're a psychopath. See, well, and so for she's me... She's almost as
2: bad as Jack.
1: Yeah, she is. Point. Whoa, so, Sarah, see. you need to go watch today. season. Three, I don't even know what's happening. It's on you, you Netflix. There's and no you won't, excuse. And when it
2: happens, you'll be like, whoa, you guys really undersold this.
1: <laughs> yeah. You need to go watch today because it's honestly crazy. <laughs>
0: so speaking of watching today, why don't we turn to what we ladies are thinking about things to watch and listen for? Totally. Who wants to kick it off?
2: Ooh, I can go with this one. Cause I just started the rewatch. I had watched the series all the way through and this is my first rewatch. And I noticed it immediately in the beginning when they're in Scotland, which is supposed to be this beautiful, lush country, and it is. It's stunning. I lived there. I was in Edinburgh. I've been to Inverness. It's gorgeous. They have this really desaturated color palette for the post-war 1945-1946 years, and it looks really dreary and really gray. Yeah. Even the grass and stuff looks gray. It looks totally strange, and then when she teleports to freaking 1743, like, three, I think, 1743 Scotland, it's stunning and lush and green and beautiful. So it's like, ooh, they're trying to trigger in our minds that this is where Claire really belongs. She doesn't belong in this harsh, gray, after-war palette with, unfortunately, Frank, she belongs with
1: right. Jamie with the bright red hair. Yeah. For me, what was kind of interesting is that, like, the original, like, 1940s scenes you know like when we first start there we're like oh look it's the past like everything's kind of sepia toned and you're like okay this is like a period piece whatever and then when she goes back in time which should be like in theory more sepia toned or like black and white it's Mm like ba-bam color because it's like kind of like a like a subversion of the audience it's like a little switcheroo because the present is the past and the future is it, the now the,
0: <laughs> the past is the future the present is the past yes, i i love yeah for yeah.
2: sure well and the thing that's coming up next the only time we see real bright color in the 40s is yeah. when she's going to get those flowers y'all what kind of flowers is she going after The (laughs) forget-me-nots. I was like, wait, what is it? Oh, it's in (laughs) the the outline. (laughs) The forget-me-nots. I love this. I like um, symbology. Yeah. I'm like, Diana Gabaldon didn't pick this because she just likes forget-me-nots. Like, no, this is the flower of remembrance, not just with love, but for people you've lost. So it kind of pertains to both Claire and Frank and Jamie and everybody in this dang show. They also symbolize protection and luck for Claire, mm-hmm. hopefully. And they are believed to have power against witches.
1: Oh, perfect. So, so on Gaelus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Any smart, powerful
0: women. Perfect. Right. Yes,
1: exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is kind of nice that she sees those at Dune because the 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 stones themselves end up being protection for Claire when she goes back through. Mm -hmm. Um, which is, you know, just really nice, and that was, like, a huge sacrifice that Jamie made for her, so he's kind of her forget-me-not, her little protection. God, I love him so much!
2: (laughs) Diana Gabaldon did not know what she was creating when she first broke No,
1: she did not. God bless her.
2: Yes. Oh,
1: I love it. I love it. Mm. Should we talk about the theme song, because it's so good?
2: Yes. i love the song and i had no idea that it was an existing song we went on a tour in mm-hmm. scotland and one of the people with us asked if the tour guide because he's like i can sing a song What would you like me to sing they know like sing the song from outlander and he's like no
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like no i'm so tired of this
2: it's based on the Skyboat boat song uh the scene thought was like subtly changed though for the show to reflect claire's journey instead of what the original lyrics are about and it's about bonnie prince charlie's basically his escape after the failed jacobite uprising because he ran y'all he of told. course he did have you met him yeah geez he's like a little wuss he even disguised himself as a woman as a maid and fled to safety with flora Macdonald, who was this badass scottish noblewoman who basically like didn't row herself but that's kind of the legend of the song is that she rowed him across Absolutely. the water to sky well, somebody had to. <laughs> like, yeah, cheese. Because he wasn't going to be doing it. it. No, definitely not. Bonnie Prince Charlie does not do anything except no lose the well, uprising. Well, uh, he
1: goes to whorehouses. That's also so fair. He does do that. Also <laughs> fair.
2: I also <laughs> noticed that they used the Bonnie Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond at one point for the background music, mm. and I was like, hmm, I wonder if that was written yet. Nope, it was not. <laughs> it was written in the 1800s, but still, it's beautiful. It's Scottish music. People recognize it. And I yeah, thought that was a really gorgeous. smart choice.
1: And I love how they change it after, what, season three? Season three, they start changing it? I think in season two also, it's part of oh, it's in French, isn't it? Oh, you might be right. Yeah, I forgot. I Definitely in season four, it's, like, got, like, a little fiddle action for the new world. And then season five, it's, like, almost, like, churchy, like mm. like, a, mm. like a hymn
0: protestant it's, a little protestant then. well
1: jamie hates protestants so. Ooh, jamie's always digging at his uh son-in-law roger for not praying in latin <laughs> he's uh he's very strict about it well um, but speaking, yeah man
2: everybody gotta dump on roger
1: we'll get to that oh, when we get to oh that season fuck roger he's <laughs> as bad as galas except worse
0: Well, speaking of things not being written until the 1800s, why don't we go through how historically or not Outlander is when it comes to accuracy? You want to start us off, Sarah? No, I don't, because I don't want to butcher Diana's last name. How do you pronounce (laughs) it? Gabaldon. Gabaldon. Okay, so this badass woman, she studied zoology and biology before becoming a historical fiction author, which is probably why her main female protagonist is so interested in botany and human biology. And I love that. I thought yeah. that was a fantastic level up. It was also really fun to learn a little bit about botany throughout the show. Mm-hmm. She was also a scientific writer, so she used... Um, to use massive amounts of research and hard work when it came to her books mm-hmm. she came up with the idea for outlander after watching an episode of doctor who with a scottish highlander character so thank the gods old and new for that her meticulous research was a great boon to the show
1: yes i can take the next one because i have a degree in jewish studies yes please. i've done a lot of world war ii history yes please so we know that um frank and claire both served in world war ii so it was act she was a um, nurse he did um like spy sort of mission recon things yeah (laughs) intelligence so although it was accurate that they would have been separated for years due to the war it is unlikely that they would have been able to plan a trip so quickly um just logistically speaking and also like they probably would have want to like set up their house. I don't know. It just seems kind of strange to be like war's nah. over, let's go. <laughs> Although that's what I'm doing after coronavirus. I'm peaceful. Yeah. <laughs> so, it would have been probably more accurate to have them travel to Scotland in 1946 or 47. Um, just to let Scotland recover from World War II a little bit, because yeah. that Get seems rid of like the a rationing. Lot. Yeah. yeah, just like no, settle in first. Yeah, I I don't know why they had to like leave so quick. It just seems kind of whatever. It's fine. I <laughs> like
0: I like the premise. I like the premise. I'm sure. willing to call hook, line, and singer for it. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. it sounds a little bit like bougie, but I'll allow it.
1: It is super bougie, and also yeah. like I just feel. Like, maybe there would have been, like, we see it later with Claire when she has her, like, PTSD symptoms, um, closer to, like, Culloden, but I feel like they would have needed some time.
2: Yeah. Just to get used to each other again.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I understand, like, wanting to do that on, like, a vacation. I do get that, but... It just seems like they should have gone home first. And I guess like we don't see them going home first and maybe they were home for a little bit, but it is like really close to war's end. So
2: yeah.
1: I don't know, just saying.
0: I believe oh. you. Well, I want to know if I can travel through these stones. Colleen, is this
2: possible? Tell it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. The stones at Cragna don't exist. There is a smaller stone circle that's near Inverness called Craig Dunain, and that's the place I've been. And I have touched the stones, and it doesn't do anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's because you're like Jamie and you don't hear the buzzing.
2: Yeah, come on.
1: Maybe if I go, I'll just fall right into Jamie's arms.
2: There are a lot of these stone circles around, though, because Stonehenge is obviously a famous one. But they're all over the place in the UK, and they're really cool. Like It's kind of like mystical, even if you can't hear any buzzing or hear any chimes or anything or see any forget-me-nots. It is really cool.
1: Okay, oh. well, post-COVID, BGS ladies' trip to go touch all Totally stars. going,
2: yeah. All
1: I'll, like, go lick them. I don't even care. Like, <laughs> yeah, just to make
0: sure. Just to make sure. Yeah,
1: you can't be too sure.
0: <laughs> because the Frasier clan and Jamie himself were based on a real clan and re- a real person. Mm-hmm. Though it's been pointed out that they're technically wearing the wrong tartan colors, the costume designer said that it would have been more realistic at the time with the color dyes available. The Mackenzie clan also existed, and it was one of the most powerful clans in Scotland at the time, which is why Galas was so thirsty after it, y'all. You know mm-hmm. what? Galas
1: needs to calm down.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Galas doesn't have a low gear. <laughs> she no, she just does not. Does not.
1: Um, can I ask a question, though? Of mm-hmm. course you can. Okay. Why are the Fraser words in French?
2: I think they have ties to France. I mean, Scotland and France are very closely tied because of Mary, Queen of Scots. I'll happily be tied to Jamie. Might have some connection there, would be my guess. Oh, yeah.
0: And in English, to remind listeners, it means I am ready, right? Yes, and I am ready. You are ready. (laughs) At the precipice. Oh, perfect.
1: I was just asking because the Mackenzie words are in Latin, Mm -hmm. um, and they mean I shine not burn which is which
0: it's also badass
1: oh my god those are like the, the best I'm, I'm honestly putting it on a great. shirt
2: yeah i'm trying to so remember good. what mine is now i need to look it up again i know that our symbol is just two hands holding a claymore which is the giant sword that is Ooh, our
1: huh? Yeah.
2: <laughs> let me look up our words
1: mcmillan um, the seagulls I- don't have words so
2: the
0: O'Connors do, I can't remember how to pronounce it in Latin, but our mm-hmm. words are I neither fear nor spite, which I love. Whoa,
1: really cool. I love yeah. that. I like that one. Yeah. All
2: right, here we are. Let's see. I, I feel learned so left to out. heal the unfortunate.
1: Wait, what, what is it going?
2: I learned to heal the unfortunate.
1: Look at you. You're just here. Yeah. It's like our half our boss. So we help
2: people. <laughs> That's fine. The Good seagull words would
1: probably be like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Eat, be merry, let's F. That's right.
1: <laughs> That's, those are the beautiful How words of House Seagull. Yes. A common <laughs> saying. That's reality. right. Not their official words. Um, all right. Well, I want to talk to you. Speaking of that, I want to talk to you about witches. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> because I would probably have been burned as a witch. <laughs> I think we all would have been heading to that oh, stake. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Way um, too so, opinionated. I mean, I'm not opinionated. I don't know what you're talking about. I have yeah. I have never spoken out of turn once.
2: <laughs> never. Especially against your husband.
1: <laughs> no, never. Or against anything in Star Wars ever. <laughs> Okay, so although there were witch trials in Scotland, the last known one actually took place in 1722, which is like 23, 24-ish years before Claire arrived. So she and Galis, like must have really effed up to cause a witch trial. Um, I mean, to be fair, it was pretty intense. So. Yeah, yeah. Also, F you Leary.
2: Mm -hmm. and that priest guy for real
1: yes okay that priest i sometimes i forget about that priest guy because he made me so mad that priest guy was effed up okay she saved that kid and instead of being like thanks that was cool that you did that he's just like like, "Mm, now i end you yeah Yeah.
2: how how dare you heal this child you must be an evil demon sent from hell (laughs) he's just too prideful
1: the Mm. worst Mm. the worst Mm. and the worst part i mean whatever we'll get into it next episode of the witch trial but when you think he's helping her and then he's not, I'm just like, I'm we're out, out on you, bro. I'm we're, out on you. Yeah, we're Good down. thing I'm Jewish, because I'm out. Speaking of
0: navigating social structures, Colleen, why don't you tell us a little mm. bit about it?
1: Yeah, Claire's
2: ability to do this in the mid-1700s would be almost non-existent. She would not be yeah. able to do this very well, as would her knowledge of the English and French languages she might be able to get by and kind of understand what's going on, but it's kind of unreasonable to assume due to how languages change and evolve over time. Yeah. Even us, if we go to certain places in the United States, we can't understand sometimes people speaking, or if we go to the UK and try and understand people speaking with an Irish or Scottish accent, we sometimes can't understand. So I can't even imagine going back 200 years. Right. And trying to understand the English or French languages
1: at that time. Just like, whoa. Okay, here here comes a poll. Who watches the show with subtitles?
0: I always (laughs) watch shows with subtitles, though. Like, we always have subtitles on.
1: Me too, but I literally can't understand what they're saying in this show unless I have subtitles Do you ken what they're saying? I mean, now I'm kind of a little bit more dinafash, but like... Still, I need the subtitles on.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I don't want to miss a word that comes out of his mouth.
0: It's so true. It's so true. And speaking of other things that we don't understand is (laughs) how the heck these men are riding around in kilts because they shouldn't be. Scottish men would wear something called, and help me out, trues. Yeah, trues. It's kind of like
2: shortened for trousers.
0: Ah, trues for riding if they could afford a horse. The trues were more like pants and were often made of soft leather or buckskin, much more comfortable than going, well,
2: commando. Yes, Yeah, but. I mean, they're Scottish. You want them to be wearing kilts. So you want them Hell to yeah. be on the horse with the kilt looking good, but that just yep.
1: would not, they would not have been doing that. Because, and- yeah, ow. Not <laughs> I'm super here for kilts on horses. It is super hot. I'm just saying, like when Claire is sharing a horse with Jamie. It's the best. Woo! I don't know like how her hands didn't just like roam all up <laughs> under it. Maybe after is. they were okay. married. <laughs> um, all right, are we ready to dive into things that are confusing slash that we just want to talk about? Yeah, kind
0: I think so. Things that yeah. make us go, hmm. hmm. Okay,
1: so the main thing that makes me go, hmm, and that I talk about with my husband a lot because sometimes the show takes some liberties in this is just how time traveling is dealt with in Outlander, specifically compared to how time travel is dealt with in other works of fiction. um, For example, like Time Turners and Harry Potter or like the MCU multiple timeline situation. Mm-hmm. So for me, this show gets a little bit confusing because they act like the future is written fully. Yes. And that no matter kind of what they do in the past, it doesn't really matter, except at certain points, like when they were trying to change the Paris situation, like when they were trying to stop the Jacobite uprising and stop Culloden from happening, then they were like, oh, look, we can change it. But but like, when Claire shows up, it doesn't just change things automatically. Right.
2: Hmm. Yeah, she she doesn't create a paradox, which is...
1: Right, which is really confusing. It's because, because she was she meant should. to be there
2: the whole time.
1: <laughs> right, because yeah. if not, like, Jamie could have married Leary, and then, like, everything is different.
0: Yep. Right, right. Mm-hmm.
1: So, that's just been really confusing for me. That also deals with the Gayless Duncan storyline. Like, Galus went back as well and how did that affect the past slash the future slash is the future like the future is still going on at the same time
2: yeah I mean if we look at it from the perspective of the MCU from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. it's just the fourth dimension we just can't experience it the way a four-dimensional being could so it's all happening at the same time in that theory, we just experience it in a linear fashion, which is kind of like, oh, we can't change time because it's always all happening at the same time. I, that's at least.
1: So I guess like, are they more parallel kind of like in more like his dark materials? I you know, consider them
2: parallel. The multiverse situ- Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what I have to go with because, or else it doesn't make sense,
0: right? Well, like I think they run in tandem because otherwise, and again, this is only one instance that I'm aware of. Frank and Claire can hear themselves through the stones shouting at one another, so Frank does exist at the same time Claire exists in the past. That's how I always thought of it, but it it hangs everything on that like one yeah. moment,
2: and yeah. The I know, like sense. this place where it can happen, like it can't happen. Right. In a ton of places, but there are other spots which we learn about where where the the fabric between the right. times is thinner, and you can go through.
1: Right. So, yeah.
2: So it's I guess yeah, I guess
1: it is more like his dark materials, like when Lyra and Will went through. Yeah. When
2: they can slice through and just kind of right. go to the
1: next world. I guess that makes sense. I just like really struggled, especially later when like Brianna, their daughter, goes back. I think just it's like, only because she has their blood. But yeah. then Roger
2: goes back, but he's also tied to Clan Mackenzie, so it's like and people in his yeah. family just yeah, it, it just
1: feels like they're taking a lot of liberties with it, which is fine. Like, obviously this is a work of fiction and, like, I'm totally I, I'm obviously bought into it. I don't care. Yeah. But it does sometimes feel like fate is written and then other times, like, fate is not written. Like, right now yeah. in season five, spoilers for people who have not watched season five. If you have not watched season five, sorry. But Roger and Brianna go back because they find Jamie and Claire's obituary, Ooh. which is like intense, except we don't know the year. And so they're trying to change it, prevent it, warn them. We don't really know. But we just watched the episode last night where Jamie gets bitten by a snake and Roger's like, well, you're not going to die because you die in a fire. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, well, how like, do you what know? are the stakes? Yeah, You know, so I just, I struggle with that sometimes. Yeah. Something else that I struggle with that I wanted to talk with you ladies about and just get your opinion on. Um, I guess we'll start. There's a lot of sex in this show, obviously. That's why we love it, partially. (laughs) It's very good Um, most of the time. But the show and Colleen, I don't know how much the books do this or if it's more of a show. Okay. Is there a lot of sexual violence and rape in the book as well? Yes. Okay. It just seems like there is a lot of that to advance the plot, sometimes in places where it's not necessary necessary for the plot. It's very icky. Mm -hmm.
2: And even in the books, it's kind of icky. There's only one instance where Black Jack Randall is actually a good human being, and that is when he marries his brother's basically right. love in order right. to get her and her, her kid who i think is the baby from the rape that she experiences it it's either the baby from the rape she experienced or his brother's kid Child. yeah yeah yeah. But then he he helps her basically by giving the kid a life
1: yeah. and a
2: title which is good job jack but i did not think that needed to happen in season two like
1: mm yeah, 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 things like that where it's just like why? Like why? Yeah. It just didn't seem to advance a whole lot. Yeah. Um I mean, obviously there are instances where it does advance the plot, like we're going to talk about in With our next Jamie. episode. Yeah. yeah, Black Jack Randall and Jamie. However, like I actually wanted to bring that up. So I watched and I don't know when you guys watched it, but I watched seasons 1 through 3 on Netflix. Did you guys watch it on Starz? I watched
2: it when it aired on Stars.
1: Okay.
0: No, yeah. Just Netflix for me.
1: So, Colleen, I guess <clears throat> I'll ask you. There was no rape warning on Netflix. What? There, I, I believe there was, like, sexual violence for sure. Mm. But on the episodes with Black Jack Randall specifically, I don't remember. Okay, let me back up when we watched season four and five on stars mm-hmm. there was one episode the episode spoiler where brianna gets Stephen raped by bonnet. Stephen bonnet yeah. where there was a black screen before the episode yes. saying like this episode will feature you know rape and sexual violence viewer discretion is advised great like i really appreciated knowing that i like was able to like mentally prepare myself for the episode great. When we watched the episode where Black Jack Randall rapes Jamie, like there's no other way to put it. He 100% raped Jamie. There was no, like, there was no similar warning on Netflix. That is wild. That was wild to me. And so I was was confused if that was like a Netflix versus stars thing or if it was because it was male on male rape. And that like that really icky for me. Yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure on stars they had I don't know if it was the black screen, but they uh-huh. definitely had a trigger warning before the episode that it was a rape situation.
1: Okay. Good. I mean I I, 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 so. Netflix definitely does do like the the teeny tiny top things where it's like this episode contains blah blah right. blah blah blah. But I didn't feel like it had the same I guess just like heaviness. Sure. Yeah. in the trigger warning as Brianna's rape did and so that was a little bit shocking to me
2: <laughs> and um, that might be the stars versus Netflix I don't know yeah how.
1: yeah how that's I'm wondering it, how usually? stars handled it
2: because yeah stars had it like right when you start watching
1: yeah for sure and
2: pretty like bolded at least bolded with bullet points about what's going to be on the episode
1: yeah, they, they have been really good at that. It's just that one episode was the only one that got the black screen when to me, and obviously, like, everybody's experience is different, but to me the Jamie Wentworth prison scenes were much more, yeah. like, graphic and intense graphic. and difficult to watch. Yeah. Um, whereas not to, like, minimize the Brianna rape scene at all in later seasons, but it does have more of, like, a fade to black situation. Whereas the Jamie randall you like They're brutal you're, oh it's you're, prolonged you're it's there brutal. for like numerous yeah they are num- there
2: to make you feel yeah like that is
1: and it does advance the plot like that one's not gratuitous at all but it is intense and so you know viewer yeah. discretion obviously advised for yeah. that one
2: and yeah the books are very focused on that i mean Dougal does proposition claire when he's drunk Mm-hmm. On that. Just night. like in the show. Just like in the show, she's yeah. almost raped by the British soldiers, just like in the show. Yeah. There's like always this constant worry in the back of her head that she has to watch out for the men because. What? Constant sure what worry that
1: we should worry about men? That's unheard of. Right? Damn. But <laughs> I do not sure think have changed. changed.
2: Like, I didn't have to worry about this with the soldiers during the war. And it, she doesn't worry about it, I don't think, really in her present time or at least it's not a conscious worry as it is when she's in Scotland but in the Scotland sequences she is just like like I gotta watch out for these guys because fucking yikes
1: I mean that could be because like her very first interaction with somebody in Scotland is Blackjack Randall like you got very unlucky my girl right and also I mean right um like right after they get married jamie is like you have my name now like you have my protection you're safe as long as like you're with me basically actually i think he says that to her like right when they get into castle And
2: she's like but what if i'm not with you yeah right and he's like
1: oh shit and honestly like that is something that really bothers me about the show is why do they ever split up like bad shit happens when they split up stay together people
0: Yep. I mean yeah, that's yeah. that's a plot device in and of itself, right? The separation of them and the immediately wanting to get back together exactly. for things. Mm-hmm.
1: And I mean they have such like incredible chemistry. Yes. That like you just want them together all the time, just like making the beast with two backs constantly. Just yep. all the time because it's so good so anyway sorry mom you should watch the show she has
2: chemistry with both of them which i think is really good like get after a girl
1: yeah she does i i just have such a hard time watching the frank scenes because i'm so obsessed with jamie Mm -hmm. and then like later you just feel such pity but also like such anger at frank yeah and you obviously like appreciate what a good dad he was to brianna but you know he he wasn't what she needed no And he didn't know
2: how to be what she needed.
1: Totally. All. Like, cause
2: she he was pretty open-minded and more of a feminist. And then it turned out really he was not.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And obviously like, you can't fault the guy for whatever he does. Like he went through a lot of yeah. shit, like a yeah. lot and probably had his own PTSD from the war. So. Yeah. And he thought she was dead. Absolutely, and then she just like showed back up and just like heads up, pregnant by another pregnant. dude, married, was in the past. Life is crazy. Yep. So yeah, it's some some crazy stuff. Um, should we talk about the season of life that we are currently in, which is Droughtlander? See, it's not there yet, so <laughs> You're I guess so. Like, not
0: look forward to.
2: Yeah, I. I didn't experience Droughtlander quite as extremely as some because I watched so many shows Yeah, <laughs> that I always had something else to watch. I would always miss it. I'd be like, oh, I wonder when Outlander is coming back. I'm really excited when it comes back. But there were just so many other shows where I'm like, I have something in between that I can watch. So I'm good. But so I know some long-
0: people. How long has it been? Uh,
1: so season five came out at the beginning of this year, I think February. and And it's
2: usually a year before yeah
1: so some people have been in Droughtlander, you know for almost a year now if they've been yeah so we don't have a release date for season six yet they have just like put out um just some of like yeah just like some of like the casting and things like that but we don't have a lot of info on it um So I have also not been in Droughtlander. I am still in season five. I've got four episodes left, which means I'll be done in two days. And then I enter Droughtlander. But I'm already, like, stressing out about it because my husband and I have been watching together, usually, like, two episodes a night. Although, like, at the height of it, we probably did, like, four episodes in one night, honestly. Yeah, don't be
2: ashamed. Don't (laughs) Don't be (laughs) ashamed.
1: Yeah, there's no shame in binging. (laughs) Um. And so I'm just like, well, what are we going to do next? Like, this has been... Oh, I got something for you. Oh, what do you got?
2: <laughs> white Queen. Okay. White Queen and then White Princess. It's set during the War of the Roses.
0: I think I've seen and it. And it's very um,
2: sexy. And
0: I think the okay. constant princess
2: is right after that, too. So it's like three in a row. Bam, bam, bam.
1: Perfect. Well, then I'm covered. Mm. I am going to, like, really miss Jamie. And I'm just going to have to, like, look at gifs of him all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There are some hotties in
2: White Queen, but not as hot as...
1: Literally, nobody can be as hot. I've never seen a hotter person than Jamie. I'm
2: king. rarely attracted to other gingers, and Jamie is one
1: of the hottest
2: men I have ever seen.
1: He's in my life. Like, I mean, we already know that I stan a ginger king in Ron Yeah, B- me too. B- me too. But my God, Jamie Fraser can get it mm. all day.
0: Mm-hmm. So I would say on that note that you should rewatch. I think it's episode seven, which is obviously The Wedding, cause like, Shig is done a few times. Oh and God. then you can also re-watch The Tudors, that's another really yes. good I
1: one.
2: love There's
1: The Tudors. Yeah. A lot of
2: good looking people on tutors. that show too. God, yeah.
1: I love The Tudors. Um, yes, I often re-watch just The Wedding scenes.
0: <laughs> no harm in that.
1: No, harm, no shame in my game, ladies, is all I'm saying. Absolutely. um yeah so it's it's basically just like a cultural phenomenon right now outlander um and i'm super thrilled that we get to talk about it together girls yeah me, me too. too it's just been so poor funny.
2: anders who ditched him <laughs>
1: yes shout out to anders who we missed but he opted not to be here so yeah <laughs> he would have been like
0: his choice Whoa, that's ladies. his choice listen Sarah,
1: do you watch with your husband
0: Um, sometimes yes, sometimes no. I've like, some of the rewatching Brennan will come for it. But like, listen, ladies, when a woman has to watch a show, sometimes she has to watch a show.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying, Gotta watch her stories. Dad, if you're listening, this is the earmuffs portion of the show for you. (laughs) I'm just saying I really enjoy watching with my husband because it is great research. It really is. It really
0: is. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I can't remember for what book I said this, but like, if in doubt, like talk about the stuff that you see that looks delicious. Hello. It's already there. Figure it out. Like when in doubt,
1: doubt. go to the library, go look in a book, baby. Exactly.
0: Exactly.
1: Oh man. Yeah. We've been loving it. And now he pretty much just talks to me in Highlander Scottish. (laughs) She says, "Like, ah, dinner."
2: All the time. <laughs> Gallic is very sexy sounding. I love the Scottish accent. I think it is gorgeous.
1: Yeah. I just need subtitles, but besides that, it's super hot.
2: <laughs> yep.
0: Is there anything else you ladies wanted to talk about? Because, like, mm. as long as I drop the most important episode, I feel
2: you feel satisfied. The- I want to talk about the actors. Ooh, okay. Our favorites are, at least for this part mine is tobias menzies i think he is fantastic he is great it's unfortunate the people he has to play i feel so bad for him that his look he has that like very chiseled patrician classic good looks he's not usually going to be cast as a hero with that face he's going to be either the sniveling kind of extra character who's handsome and gets by on being handsome, or he's going to be the straight out villain like Jack Randall. Yeah. And to have to toggle between Frank and Randall and make them distinct characters and make you believe that Claire loved Frank and then give you this awful, awful human being is incredible. Like, I don't know how he didn't win all of the awards for this performance. It's fantastic.
1: He crushed And we all hate him.
2: We all hate him. (laughs) It's like, you did a really good job and whoever cast him like yeah nailed it your props how about you ladies who do you like
0: i'm bad with actors names so let me just say i love claire and jamie because of their chemistry and like we've already covered that so we don't have to dive into it deeper but i really believe that claire is truly that woman and so like i find her acting to be absolutely incredible I find the sex scenes to be totally believable I find everything that she's experiencing like she is a true actress in this show period Yes.
1: yeah I was just watching um before right before this actually I was watching uh like the behind the scenes I guess kind of like Game of Thrones stars Mm -hmm. like does a little like after the episode sort Mm -hmm. of thing so I was watching that for the wedding scene and it was just talking about how um Kat The woman who plays um, Claire had to wear this like huge, heavy, 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 heavy dress for the wedding and just like Mm. all of the work that went into it. But anyways, then Sam, who plays Jamie, was saying how they actually spent days rehearsing the wedding night scene, Mm. just like the sex scene. And he was just like, yeah, Kat and I had to be locked in a room together just, like, practicing it for, like, hours on end. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) And, like, honestly, whatever they did, it really does work, because, like, Sarah said, like, the chemistry is intense. It is the polar opposite of Harry and Ginny in the movie.
2: Yeah, for sure. It is just,
1: like, it works. It clicks. It's, like, it sizzles. It's yeah. crackling. Yeah. It is it, like
2: incredible. you want to watch, but it also you're like uncomfortable because you're like these people really love each other. I don't know <laughs> if I should be intruding up around their privacy. I have never had
0: qualms <laughs> for intruding.
1: I mean, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm I'm over know. here. Like, mm-hmm. give me all the binoculars. <laughs> yeah, I'm qualmless. <laughs> like, so yeah, I mean, they're they're incredible. And, I mean, I agree. I I hate Blackjack Randall probably more than anybody in this mm-hmm. world. Also, yep. can we do a quick shout out to? I'm sorry, I don't know who plays her, but whoever plays Jenny is. Yes, incredible. I love her. She yeah. is so sassy, just like amazing, strong woman. Love her, played beautifully. And then, yep. like, Murtaugh, who I'm obsessed with.
0: Yeah, he's <laughs> a good him. guy. He's
2: my favorite
1: he's character out so <laughs> there. I'm so
2: glad, because spoiler alert for the books, people, he dies at Culloden.
1: That's wow. right. Spoiler I'm alert so for the show bad. watchers, he also dies.
2: Yeah. I mean, he, he has to. He's, he's too much of a good character, so of yeah. course they're going to yeah. kill him off. I'm just glad they didn't kill him at Culloden. He had a chance to actually have more. He
1: had a great life. arc in seasons four and five, so he's, he's been great. Yeah, we have well, I get to enjoy
0: man. him. So, like, I'll pretend that he's still alive. La yeah, la yeah, la there you
1: la. Go. We stand yeah. a king. Yeah. Anything I mean, else, yeah. ladies? This has been so fun. I cannot wait yeah. to talk about the next
2: I one. I want to go over Sarah's key phrases that she I <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah>. love it. <laughs> Sarah,
2: yeah, let's
1: you see give in an accent?
2: Um,
0: first let's one, see. especially? <laughs> Jesus H. Roosevelt Christ.
1: So good. You can.
0: Yes. Bonnie. Bairn. Dinafash.
1: <laughs> is honestly the best Like if you say fash To me I will like Lick you <laughs> Which does
0: that what does that one mean Again it means I don't worry
1: me. Oh yeah And he says it all the time he goes like Dinafash Sasanah. like I'm just like ah!
2: And she's like uh, From our adventures I think we should be Worried but alright
1: <laughs> Yeah I won't worry if you're with me Jamie It's all good <laughs> Oh, it's um so, yeah so good so so good
2: I love the wow. Gaelic I love how much Gaelic they actually use on the show yeah. too with the yeah. actors they sound fantastic oh my god
1: like when he calls her like his beloved in Gaelic I'm just like okay <laughs> also
2: shouts to is it Ned the lawyer I yes. love
1: him he's great when
2: he's in the whorehouse and they're trying to proposition him and he's like just trying to get a dress, a dress ladies <laughs> ladies I know I'm a good looking dude, but ladies. And they're all like,
1: hey. <laughs> Get that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's great. We love him too. Love it.
0: Uh, well, I, don't, I didn't know about you lasses, but I think we might be done then, eh?
2: I think we might be done.
0: <laughs> yep. All right. At well, least
2: for
1: tonight. You can.
0: <laughs> yeah, you can. Well, I think this will wrap it up before we maybe unwrap and unpack the next episodes. Thank you so very much for joining us um, on Bohemian Geek Studies. Remember that you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, subscribe wherever you watch your YouTube so you can see our luscious little faces. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram or Facebook or head over to Bohemian Geek Studies for all of our detailed dorky content. Until next time a certain saber up and thank you so much for joining us. Bye y'all. Bye Bye, everybody.